0: Show number 159 of Look at His Butt. LT and JK Talk Track. Aye aye, Captain.
1: (laughs) Well, it's another show. It's yet another show. It's another show, and something just popped into my head I've been meaning to share with you, so I'm just gonna share it right now. Remember (gasps) a show or two ago we talked about Captain Zlog? Oh, yes. I love Captain Zlong. Yes. Okay, so I went and saw the movie Moonrise Kingdom, which is very good. But one of the opening things is um, uh, this scoutmaster, you know, who's out on a camping trip with his scouts, and he's very... Formal and professional and super scoutish about it, so he's doing Scoutmaster's Log, and I laughed out loud at something <laughs> that wasn't funny to anybody else. <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's
2: good. I like that.
1: So,
0: anyway. Oh, and I will also mention that um, Futurama, the new season of Futurama, started last night, <laughs> and Zap Brannigan was back, Yay! so it was good to see him in a new episode, yeah, good. being his usual self. So that was good. Always good to see Zach.
1: Oh well, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, let's talk about um, it's. It's mostly an internet episode again this yes. week, and we've got so much going on. There's going to be a whole section on Etsy, so that should be good. <laughs> um, but let's first talk about Bill's appearance on Have I Got News for You because there were repercussions. Well, to that appearance. <laughs> but first, let's
1: just talk about what happened on the show. Um, I was fortunate enough that you sent me a link to the extended version. Yes. And I don't know how it differed from the short version because I didn't bother watching that once I had the extended. But it was hilarious. Oh, he's so funny. And as you pointed out, it's obvious he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just Mm -hmm. reading off the cards. But he was having so much fun
0: it was great, and the people who were on the panel with him Kept talking about how amazing and surreal the whole experience
1: oh, was Right, well, especially mm-hmm. when uh, he did a little bit of Rocket Man Yes And I think one of the guys said, I can't believe this is happening outside my head <laughs> <laughs> It was great, but he was
0: quick. Yes. There were a couple of points where he was clearly ad-libbing, and he mm-hmm. was he was right there. He was on his toes. It was great. I got to
1: tell you, my favorite line from the whole thing, and I don't know who the other four people were. You know, obviously they're they're mm-hmm. known in Britain, which is fine. Um, and one of them was mocking, I believe, the prime minister's haircut. Uh-huh. And he says, "You know, this little boy's haircut with the the duckling tuft at yes. the front," and the other guy goes. How dare you insult Duckling Tuft? He's one of our (laughs) finest Shakespearean actors. I remember that. I just laughed so hard and now I'm I'm thinking about, you know, the the great roles played by Sir Duckling Tuft.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. That was so very funny. Oh God. So there were a couple of things that Bill said that were just so funny and of course he brought sex into of it because he has still. to bring sex into it. Um so the thing that got the most attention was that um they were talking about this town in uh uh Cornwall called um Ilfracombe, which Bill pronounced Ilfracoom. <laughs> In this very odd way, yeah. and one of the the panelists said that sounds deeply sexual <laughs> <laughs> it did it did, and they made some jokes about things that were happening and and Bill said, for no reason, for no reason whatsoever that it was laced with prostitution yes <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: why did he say that i don't well, know. because you know he had had made it sound so so deeply deeply sexual, and uh <laughs> I because, guess. Just
0: because, yeah. So um, I wanted to read. Um, so anyway, he said this thing. And, of course, there was a reaction against it because he had said this. He and, had um,
1: insulted this town. and
0: He insulted this town. So here's um, a little bit of a column um, from, what is this, from The Guardian. So this is from the Lost in Showbiz blog. Yes. And, and um,
1: I want to say that when this showed up on my Shatner news feed, mm-hmm. Um, there were several links to various other places reporting it, but mm-hmm. I found this one to be um, pretty, first of all, fun, but second yes. of all, to have as complete a quote as I was able mm-hmm. to find. So. It was good,
0: and, and it's very well written. Yes. It's very snarky. It's yes. written by a guy named um, Peter Robinson, so here's what he says. Uh, the best apology okay. of recent times. Look to, where else? William Shatner. This story started with a throwaway remark after a mention of Ilfracombe during Shatner's Have I Got News For You guest spot, prompting Shatner to report that the place is laced with prostitution. The town's former mayor is Paul Crabb. Crab is spelled with two B's. And an E. Yes. A man whose name was probably the source of breezy amusement when discussing the crustacean-friendly seaside destination he calls home, but takes on a less savory flavor when discussing the <laughs> sex trade. Anyway, Crabb was not happy with Shatner. Quote, there is no prostitution in Ilfracombe, he noted, which sounded like a cross between an admission that Ilfracombe does not operate like most other developed communities (laughs) (laughs) and the throwing down of a gauntlet. Sadly for bbc Three's factual team, who could have struck gold here, Shatner opted opted not to spend this summer searching out Ilfracombe prostitutes. (laughs) instead he wrote a letter the way the bbc news site reported it quote william shatner sorry for ill prostitution joke unquote shatner seems very sorry <laughs> yeah But as we know, just as there is a difference between being really sorry and simply being sorry that one has been caught, there is also a difference between being sorry and issuing an apology. (laughs) Quote, my apologies for having singled out Ilfracombe as a potential haven for prostitution, he begins, brilliantly (laughs) refusing to accept that there are no prostitutes in Ilfracombe. The best bit of his letter comes when he hurls himself into a beautifully deranged lexicographic debate. (laughs) That is such a perfect description. (laughs) Prostitution, he notes, commonly means sex for something of value. Quote, I would be hard pressed to believe that sex was not being had in Ilfracombe for something of value, perhaps a lengthy marriage, children, or a valuable career. Like sleeping your way to the top. Okay. Really? Um, It's certainly a novel and spirited line of defense, and it seems pleasant enough. Ilfercombe is full of people with careers, full of happy families, full of love. Shatner's logic um, also seems to be saying that anyone who's married, has children, or enjoys working is a big old prostitute. (laughs) As apologies stand, that one goes pretty boldly.
1: (laughs) There's also one one part they left out in this article. At the end of the um, letter... He mm-hmm. said something about, and, you know, of course quoting, I'm misquoting, but I'm trying to get it, the essence of it. Something about, um, he is sure that there will never be any prostitution in Ilfa as long as this man is the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That <laughs> was such a snarky oh, non-apology.
0: It is, and I believe he signed it my best bill. Did pill. he Really? <laughs> I think either it was my best or best, but he did sign it that way. So I love Bill. God, he's funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was uh, worth watching Have I Got News for You, even if there had been no controversy. But, mm-hmm. you know, leave it to Bill to stick his foot right into it. and Of course. Of you course. know.
0: Especially when it had to do with sex. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and now the other thing that that was on there that you and I talked about briefly, I think, was when um, they were talking. They were trying to tally up the points, right? Yeah. So it's supposed to be a, a scoring thing, and. He, as the quiz master, is supposed to be keeping track. And, of course, he's not. He has no idea well, at what's one going point on. in, and... like,
1: the last five minutes of the show, he says, I don't know the rules of this game. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So he's supposed to be tallying and everything, and then everybody sort of throws their hands up in the air. And he's like, no, no, you have to care about the points. Yeah. <laughs> what is the point of doing this if there's no competition?
1: And he's telling them, you have to be fiercely competitive. You have to be cutthroat. So... <laughs> And it just, it was great. It was, it was pure
0: bill. Oh, it was. You know, because why would you be on a show with points if you weren't playing to win?
1: (laughs) Of course. Why would you do anything with points if you weren't playing to win?
0: If you weren't playing to win, if you weren't ruthless. (laughs) Because he doesn't like to lose. So that was brilliant. I love that.
1: I also liked um, at one point, I don't even know what he was talking about, but he said something, you know, Because it's life, my lips to theirs, and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And in this great sort of, um, John Cleese about to blow his top sort of way, one of the panelists went, you breathe life into people? (laughs) 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 Well, he does. He's (laughs) Phil. Oh, the (sighs) other thing I really, really liked. Who was he talking about? Oh, um, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh-huh. And he he said, he has said he has multiple personality disorder, or as a talented actor calls it, range.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was very good. It was good. so snarky.
1: <laughs> it was really
0: funny. So, uh, listeners, if you haven't watched this, we'll put the links to the extended version up there, and you should
1: absolutely go and see it because it's brilliant. It, it it's is really, fun, and really Bill funny. looks good, and he's having a great time.
0: And it doesn't matter if you don't know who any of the politicians Obviously. are that they're
1: talking about. Yeah, Because I didn't know, you know.
0: And it was still it really was funny. It was still
1: a lot of fun. Oh, so. Um, let's talk about,
0: before I forget, um, the how it should have ended then. Okay, because it's actually a point of serious discussion for a couple of minutes. So there's a website called howitshouldhaveended.com. And the people who make it do these very clever animations about how books and movies and, and comic books should have ended. And I think the, the one that I had seen originally several years ago was how Lord of the Rings should have ended. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, it made me laugh so hard. It was basically, <laughs> instead of... Yeah, instead of sending Frodo and the Fellowship to walk down there, Gandalf should have just taken Frodo on one of the eagles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it all would have been done in five minutes. Yep. And then at the end they say, well, that was easy. <laughs> Imagine if we had walked. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So this one was how the Star Trek movie should have ended. And it's so funny. Um, it it starts right at the end when they're about to be sucked into that black okay, hole. Okay, we'd have a question
1: because, oh, yeah. You know, I hated the movie and I've seen it twice and I still don't remember it. Were they actually about to be sucked into a black hole at some point in the yes, movie? Yes, they, they were. Oh, okay. It was right at the end. Oh, okay. So I must have been asleep um, by then. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, um, I think we were drunk when we were watching it together. Um, <laughs> well, we were at the drive in. At your house, though, when we watched it with Rift Tracks? Oh, Rift Tracks. So I've seen that horrible thing three times. Three oh, times. God.
1: I'm yeah. heroic
0: totally um so it's at the very end when the romulan ship exploded the red matter
1: oh yeah and there
0: was a worm a black hole and they got sucked into it and the enterprise was about to be sucked into it and they did what they do in this little animated clip was that they jettison the warp core which detonates and that blows them clear of the black hole which is ridiculous but anyway that's how they do it so in in this how it should have ended they do that and it does nothing (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then Kirk says to Scotty, um, we have to make the ship lighter. So jettison all the red shirts and anything else you can find. (laughs) And Spock says, we're in space. That doesn't make any difference. (laughs) Weight has nothing to do with it. it. So they do. And you see Scotty hurriedly changing his shirt to gold. Right. (laughs) And and so all the red shirts are gone. That does nothing either. And so everybody's panicking. And Kirk's like, I have to think. And then he has to turn the... uh, um lens flare generators off so he can think better. <laughs> yes. And Spock goes, I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> and Kirk's like, Yeah, pretty pretty weird, huh? And you know, what good is it to have these on a ship when the lights are shining in your eyes from every angle? <laughs> <laughs> so then what he decides to do is he turns the ship around and they fly into the black hole. Um and I won't give away the ending, because it's, it's very it's cute funny, and yes. funny. Yeah, but that's what they do. And, you know, as soon as I watched that, I thought, they should have done that in the movie. <laughs> they should have. It would have been so much more interesting than what actually happened.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there are about a million points of convergence in that movie when, if they'd done something else, it would have been more interesting or better.
0: So... I mean, almost as a serious thing. They could have done that. Yes. You know, they could have said, okay, the whole point of rebooting it is to make things completely different. And if these guys really are explorers on a starship and it looks like they're going to have to go through a black hole, why not embrace that and actually go through the black (laughs) hole and see where it leads them and go on to other adventures? And then we wouldn't have to see Khan again and all the rest of it, you know? It would have been good in a storytelling way but it also would have been good for the production mm-hmm. to, to just say that's it like now we have ended the connection with old star trek and we're moving in a new direction right
1: right that's why it's so annoying and the rumors keep changing about whether or not the villain in the upcoming movie is Khan or not but it's like okay you rebooted so you should basically be cutting off your supply of tos canon yeah, you should have exactly. weaned yourself from that by now
0: I agree 100%. And, and this was a really easy solution. Just go through the frickin' black hole. That would have solved their problems. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what they should have done.
1: I think so, too.
0: And I, will, I stand by that.
1: Yes. And everyone should go watch that, too. Cause, and I'm so glad you didn't give away the ending because that was pretty funny. <laughs> it was. It was quite good.
0: Okay. Um, let's see what else we have to talk about in here. The,
1: in, in, uh, let's just pull something out of the big Internet barrel Okay, and what what do we come up with, Lena?
0: We have Star Trek coasters. Oh yes, yes. So this is at a place called That's Nerdalicious. <laughs> And they're like ThinkGeek and all the other places that sell um, cute stuff. So this is kind of cool. These are really nice coasters that you can buy. And they're not only Star Trek coasters. They're also Doctor Who and Game of Thrones and a bunch of other stuff. There's some comic book superheroes there. So um, I'll read what it says. This wonderful bit of geeky goodness will protect your tables and let everyone know they are definitely in the home of, an, in the home of nerd, <laughs> not the nerd or a nerd, home of nerd. Um, they're handmade ceramic tiles, and they're sealed with multiple coats of clear enamel. They've got a cork back to save your tables from scratches. Um, you can get a whole bunch of stuff, and you can also get customized ones. So the two Star Trek ones that they have, um, one is old style, and it says coffee, coffee black and then the other one is new style tng and it says t earl gray hot and those are just really cool i mean they're actually very beautiful looking you know they look handcrafted and um they look like stuff that you could have on your table and not be embarrassed about well
1: and that's that's what kind of bothered me oh really yeah uh, i want star trek crapola to be crapola <laughs> i mean i've got a few classy things mostly given to me by you <laughs> See, I think these would be cool because you could put them out and people would
0: be like, "Oh, these are nice coasters." And then after a while, they'd look at them and be like, "Oh, they have Star
1: Trek emblems on them." I think they would catch on pretty quick.
0: Do you yes. really? Yes, I do. But That's okay. okay. That's okay. Well, I would like them. Okay. I, I, I should check to see how much they cost. Down at the bottom, it says that they're between $10 and $40. <laughs> I wouldn't pay $40 for them, but if I could get, like, a couple of them for 10 bucks, I might buy well, them. Well, I think it depends on, you know, what design you ask
1: for. Mm,
0: this is true. I wouldn't get the ones that have, like, uh, Jurassic Park on them, <laughs> <laughs> for
1: example. And the Wonder Woman one, she looks pretty awkward, if that's supposed she to be does. Wonder Woman.
0: I think it is. I think it she is. She looks like she's, she's kind of go-go dancing <laughs> Yeah,
1: without rope. Oh, sorry, yeah. Marriott.
0: <laughs> and then, is that like Hogwarts ones underneath her or something?
1: Um, I think so. I mean, I wouldn't know, but...
0: Okay. I don't know what they're supposed to be. Or maybe they're Game of Thrones.
1: No, they don't look like Game of Thrones to me, and I've watched that, so I would probably... Re- Although, you know, I'm not really into the in-depth geekiness of Game of Thrones. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe those are, you know, signs of the houses or something like that. Mm-hmm. But
0: okay. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, they're cool. So if you need some coasters. <laughs> uh, you could and get who these. doesn't? Yeah. You, you always need coasters <laughs> to put your Romulan ale on yeah, when, yeah. when you have guests over. <laughs> All right. Well, would you like to pick something uh, yes, out of the bag now? I wanted
1: to uh, talk about this one. I'm trying to click open right now. Here we go. The complete works of William Shatner, abridged. <laughs> abridged. <laughs> I really love this. Okay. Um, last night we had our. This I'm reading. Last night we had our first production meeting for this year's Fringe Festival show. Now this is in Minneapolis, St. Paul.
0: I love the fact that it's the Minneapolis Fringe Festival.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> um, gotta, you gotta make your best hot dish for that. Um, <laughs> the, the show they're doing is the Complete Works of William Shatner abridged, and it is being co-written by me and the amazingly talented Bill Shatner or Bill Stittler Really, I misread <laughs> it. See, I told you this would be a strange podcast. Um, I've probably still got soap on my glasses co-writer of Macbeth, the video game remix. <laughs> we explore the complex relationship of William Shatner to some of his most iconic roles, and it will feature a lot of Star Trek jokes, at least one actor riding on a car hood, Woo-hoo! and an unforgettable rendition of Rocket Man. So um, it's part of the Minnesota Fringe Festival, <laughs> and um, let's see, if they're doing it on a thrust stage, wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge, nudge. And um, the, uh, the, the dates are Saturday, August 4th, and then Sunday, and then Tuesday the 7th, Friday the 10th, and Sunday the 12th. Now, for those of you who don't have your calendars handy, that last weekend, that is also uh, Wizard World or something here in Chicago, and mm-hmm. Bill will be at that on Saturday. So if you're in the mood to do some, you know, jet setting around the Midwest, can you imagine how fun it would be to see that in Minneapolis and then, like, the next day see Bill in Chicago?
0: Amazing. It would be so cool. Um, The dude who posted this... Uh, I don't know his real name, but the, his, the name he posts under is Pet Snake Reggie, Yes, <laughs> which is interesting. And then he, he also had this to say, which made me laugh. Um, he says, John Newstrom, my collaborator from last year's popular Friend show, Highlander, the musical, <laughs> will be our director. And he has a lot of good ideas for staging already. I anticipate a lot of dive rolls.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of dive rolls, as you and I call them, shoulder rolls. Um, Mm -hmm. Another movie I just recently saw was Safety Not Guaranteed Mm -hmm. about, you know, a a fictionalized account of that guy who put the ad in the paper for a companion to go time traveling with him. Uh You remember this? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So I saw the movie. And so um, this this like young woman who is actually a journalism intern, you know, is uh, going to be his companion on this. So he's training her. And one of the things they're learning is shoulder rolls. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, you know you have to get to teach you how to do shoulder rolls? Bill. There's only one guy. Yeah. Only one guy.
1: One guy. It's his patented move. It's shoulder roll TM. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I'm looking through this blog here mm-hmm. to see. Um, there are some other images posted of the people who are appearing in the complete works of William Shatner, Abridged. Um, But he doesn't have a whole lot of information about it. And I was thinking maybe we should write to him to find out, you know, what this show's about.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, good idea. Um, I did uh, do a little um, investigating beyond this page. And apparently no official announcements have come out of the Minnesota fringe yet. Hmm. So it could be they're, you know, working in, in secretive conditions or something. But, yeah, I don't know.
0: I would really like to know. Uh, um
1: he's got some
0: pictures of uh different people as Kirk mm-hmm. um a kind of scattered throughout the blog and one of them is a great picture of a woman named um Wendy Bowlesby. <laughs> and uh, she she looks like Lee. Remember when oh Lee my did, God, did Kirk? Yes. She does, except she's got red hair. Oh my and God. and she's kinda got the, the smirk on her face and you know, the hair combed over and everything. Oh, it's great. Wow. So Kind of awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe we'll we'll be following up about this and seeing if we can find out what, what they're doing. Like, what is the concept behind the complete works of William Shatner? Yes. Abridged? I would like to know. Okay, your turn. Well, you pointed out that there's a couple of books that look really interesting. Um, the first one, which I think I'm going to buy, is called uh, Star Trek FAQ. And it got a little review in this um Milwaukee online thing called JS online and it sounds really interesting um, so I'll read a little bit of this review It's so it's a new book that's coming out, um, Star Trek FAQ Everything Left to Know about the First Voyages of the Starship Enterprise and it's by uh, it's published by the Applause Company and I think we've actually got some of them, they tend to be um, smaller books and they're really nicely packaged mm-hmm. um, let's see Clark's book is particularly strong on the backgrounds of the key figures of the original series. He strives to separate fact from legend. Um, he summarizes the pre-Trek careers of Shatner, Nimoy, DeForest Kelly, and their co-stars. In his Horta-like effort to tunnel through data, Clark, <laughs> good. Clark also offers untold tales of Star Trek's red shirts, capsules on actors who play non-coms who were whacked summarily in various episodes. Um, readers who love gossip and dirt can browse the Private Little Wars chapters on Trek rivalries, feuds, and arguments, including Shatner vs. Nimoy, Nimoy vs. Roddenberry, and Roddenberry vs. Harlan Ellison. <laughs> So uh, the author says, I have described this book as a distillation. This includes information from numerous books, magazines, and newspaper articles, and electronic media. In most cases, what I've written was corroborated with multiple sources, including memoirs by, published interviews with, and biographies of the show's cast, and creative brain trust. I have provided specific attribution for direct quotes and for data obtained from unique sources.
1: And isn't this the one you can get for 99 cents on a Kindle?
0: Uh, I believe that is correct. Well, I want this book because it sounds really good.
1: It does. It sounds like fun.
0: Yeah. So that's a good book. And then there's another book that um, this must have come through the the Shatner alerts that you have because I don't know how you would have found it otherwise. (laughs) Yes. So here's a note for it. It's on the site of the author whose name is Mark Rayner, and he has a book called Pirate Therapy and Other Cures. Um, It says, My new collection is now available. Ever wonder what might happen if your therapist was replaced by a pirate or how disquieting it would be to receive postcards from your future self? If William Shatner was elected President of the United States, what would his inaugural address (laughs) sound like? Mark A. Rayner tackles these and stranger questions in his collection of short stories, essays, and flash fiction Flash fiction, that thrum with the absurd and hum with alienation, all to a humorous beat. Oh, this is
1: one you can get for 99 cents. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking I would get that just because it does sound like fun. Does he understand that William Schneider can't be president of the
1: United States because he's Canadian? It doesn't matter. It's it's hypothetical. Okay. He can be hypothetical president of the hypothetical United okay. States. <laughs> Because you know, if he didn't realize that, and he wrote it thinking that he
0: could, it would be a disaster.
1: <laughs> it certainly would. And it speaking would. of disasters, yes, I received my second birthday present, <laughs> and I want to share with our listeners. Um, Lena is you know sent this to me, and I opened the package, and it's the Shatnerica, and I went, <laughs> "Is she crazy? I already have this, and so does she." And then I looked; it's updated. It's the Millennium Edition. Millennium. Uh, yeah, and it's got beautiful, beautiful picture of Bill on the cover. But um, uh, so I instantly want to see, okay, like how updated is this? So I look, yep, Boston Legal, it's there. Has been, yep, it's there. Look at his butt, not there. Oh.
0: It, that's a huge error. It really is.
1: Well, one of our our uh, listeners, when I posted it on the blog, said this is a disaster. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I think it was Cheryl. Uh, <laughs> and somebody else said lame. <laughs> lame,
0: totally lame. Because we should be in there. Of course. Uh. <sighs> well, um so yes you people um should know that there is a new edition of Shatnerica in case you don't have it already. You can find this in your um, local bookstore and it's got you'll know it because it does have this amazing picture of Bill with his face floating
1: amongst the stars. Oh, well, yes. Oh, speaking of amongst the stars. Yes. Uh Vanity Fair posted the or has this giant picture and you've se- I've seen it online but you can't zoom it enough to see who's who. For Paramount's 100th anniversary, oh yes, they yes. got uh, like a hundred million of their most famous mm-hmm. stars to all pose together, and Bill's there. He's there. Uh, unfortunately, ahead. if you buy Vanity or uh, Vanity Fair magazine and open it, he's pretty much in the in the staple or <laughs> you know in the cracks. So you don't really see him too well. But I mean, in a way, I kind of think like. Okay, Bill, yes, you know, Tom Cruise, yes, you know, a lot of these people. George Takei? Yeah, and then they had the new Star Trek guys in there too, which oh, was like lame. Ew. Yeah. But the other thing is almost everybody wore black or some combination of black mm-hmm. and white. Bill wore a blue suit. He did. He looks good. He, he looks does. really good. Um it's,
0: it, it's it, that picture is available online and um, when you go to the website to look at it, you can scroll around and zoom in and um, as you kind of move your mouse over, it it tells you who those people are mm-hmm. in case you don't know because there were some people in there like I had no idea who they were. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and and you can get pretty good. Um, it's a beautiful photoshopping because clearly they didn't have all those people in there at the same time. You know, they probably you took think? those pictures well, individually. they got
1: them all together when they did theirs like in 19... 19- 45 or something. Uh, yeah, I don't think they did that. Mm. Um, but here's the one thing I noticed. If you look at the
0: picture, all of the people, I would say, who are kind of Bill's age mm-hmm. are, are sitting.
1: I noticed that too. And Bill's standing. Bill standing.
0: <laughs> With all the young guys. Yep. And I am so sure that it, when they gave him the option and they said, you know, <clears throat> Mr. Shatner, you can sit if you'd like to. And he said, oh, no, I'll stand. I'll, I'll stand.
1: There's No, no. I'll stand up on this ladder. I'll be up yeah. on top. I'll be, Not hanging I'll, on to anything if you want. Yeah, I can stand here for an hour. I yeah. have no problem. No problem. I'm <laughs> Bill. I'll do it in one take or 30 takes, whatever you want. Whatever you want, I'll yep. do it. And I'm wearing a blue suit. <laughs> oh,
0: so funny. Um, hey, let's take a little break, and then let's do the Etsy stuff afterwards.
1: Okay, sounds good. Okay
0: little bit about Etsy last time, uh, or Regretsy actually, uh, because we were pointing out that there was a horrible, horrible picture of um, painting of Spock with a cat, (laughs) a very scared little cat, and that people had photoshopped this cat into other pictures. But yeah, now
1: um, you pointed. I'm I'm still giggling over that picture.
0: (laughs) So funny, so very, very funny. You you pointed out to me that if you put Shatner, William Shatner, into the search function in Etsy, you get <laughs> the most amazing crap i wow. have ever seen. And I know we've talked about a few things before, and you can get good things because I bought stuff really nice stuff for you on Etsy. Yeah. Um, you know, including that sort of Andy Warholish ish thing um, with the picture of Kirk. I and love those...
1: that. And that hangs in my living room.
0: Yeah. And, and the napkins, the embroidered napkins. Which well, are yeah. Great. Yeah. But um, here's, like, a bunch of other really weird stuff, including some very, very ugly art that's <laughs> supposed to be him. But then some good things, too. Like, for example, um, you can buy um, one of the books um, for the Stratford Festival. Yes. For the season that he was there that has pictures in it. And we've seen a lot of those pictures in newspaper articles and magazine articles. But, you know, someone's actually selling the book, and it's only 10 bucks, which is really good if you wanted to buy something like mm-hmm. that. Um, you can buy a VHS copy of Star Trek The Animated Adventures for $6. Yeah. You can buy... Um, a stencil of William Shatner, as he currently looks now, on a, a panel, on a piece of wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why you'd
1: want that, but you could buy it if you wanted it to. You can buy a, a really weird-looking little mouse, and I don't mean computer mouse. <laughs> yes. Wearing, a, you know, a gold shirt. Uh-huh. Um. You can get,
0: uh, let's see, crocheted Kirk and Spock dolls that are really creepy looking. Really, really
1: creepy. (laughs) Really creepy, yes.
0: Yeah. You can get a t-shirt, a gold, uh, a yellow t-shirt that just on the front in little red letters, it says Kirk. Yep.
1: (laughs) So So it's like if... um, if I'm um, being on the Star Trek Enterprise, it was like being on the Mickey Mouse Club. Yes. You, had to you know, you had them. your shirt with Karen, Cubby, mm. Kirk, Spock, mm. you know.
0: Exactly. Um, you can buy a whole bunch of um, old Star Trek novels. People are apparently selling their collections here rather than mm-hmm. trying to sell them on Amazon. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? I think we've mentioned before that you can get, like, people have taken... Uh, pictures of Kirk and sort of made them into p- little pins um, mm-hmm. you c- or earrings, which are kind of the ugliest things you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> really, really weird looking. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, let's see, I'm just clicking through here. Well, I want to find the one that offended me, so I'm looking. Okay. The,
0: some of the art is just so bad because oh my
1: God, yes. people just
0: don't have any conception of what art should be looking like.
1: Let's see.
0: That's okay. So um, the one that you had sent me separately was the one of a kind customized. Is this the one you're talking about? I don't know. The My My Little Pony figures? No,
1: no. Talk about that one a little while I keep looking for the one that bugs me.
0: Okay. Well, I'll read this and maybe I'll put up a picture um, so everybody can see, but they're really horrible. So they're little My Little Ponies, and it says, here's a chance to own one-of-a-kind My Little Pony figure. Your figure will be customized from an authentic My Little Pony figure. This includes new color, a new symbol, and all new hair in the color of your choice. <laughs> and the ones that they've chosen as the illustration, because, you know, you got to show Bill when you have nothing else to catch people's <laughs> attention are one that looks like Kirk and one that looks like Spock. And of the, course. And the Kirk one has sort of tan skin and a yellow shirt, and the wings are sort of tan, and on its butt it has an Enterprise. <laughs> and then the Spock one is green. It's like a unicorn, and it's got an itic symbol on its butt, and it has black hair and uh, sort of uh, Spockish eyebrows, whereas the Kirk one doesn't have any eyebrows at all, which is a little bit weird. Um, And I guess the Spock one has pointed ears,
1: or maybe the pony came with them. They're creepy. I thought they were creepy, creepy too, and I posted it to our um, Facebook page, and someone, you know, actually defended them, saying, well, you know, if you like one, you like the other, what's wrong with putting them together? And I thought, well, okay, but it's kind of like when that person, we talked about this probably in one of our first shows. Somebody had set up a website for people who like Star Trek and cats, and had been abused by their fellow fans for putting cats in their stories. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that's when I thought, okay, the internet is splintering too much. Yeah.
0: Well, um, these are expensive. These cost 50 bucks a piece. Well, they're handmade. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's worth someone's time. Um, So, yeah, you can also get My Little Ponies That Look Like Transformers um, and characters from Terry Pratchett's Discworld. And um, what are these other ones? Oh, My Little Boba Fett. (laughs) (laughs) With the helmet and everything. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, you can get those. Um, Here's the one that really bugs me. Yeah. It's the poster... Uh-huh. Uh, Captain James T. Kirk, I'm sorry I can't hear you over the sound of how awesome I am. Oh, It yes. is not as good, not as nice as the one Echo originally designed. Mm-hmm. And now Echo, our friend, is getting ripped off because I'm sure whoever did this just found it somewhere on the Internet and said, oh, I'll make one of those and sell it. Yep. It's, it's so in so a way, big. Echo can be very proud that she started this whole thing because you do see tons of tricks. Uh, faux motivational posters now, but it just, I don't know, because I know who originated it, it bugs me for her not to get the credit for other people to... You know, be making money off her effort, which was much better than the effort they have put in.
0: Yeah, it, and hers was better, number one, because the picture that she chose was so much better.
1: Well, yeah, uh, and it the, the whole layout was more yes. like those motivational posters. It was. It was
0: exactly like it. This is a very lame attempt to do that. Yep. So that's kind of disappointing. So if
1: you see this, don't buy it, please. Yes, please do not buy it. Yeah. But um, you can go buy as much of the other crap as you want. Yeah. Um, and then here's
0: another thing on Etsy. Well, I have two more things, and, okay. and they're both not specifically Kirk, but Star Trek. Um, this is the Stars- Starship Enterprise Mobile, and it's made out of wood and chains.
1: Wait, where is this? i got to find I'm that link. Sh-
0: I'm not sure if I sent you this link or not here. No, I
1: think you did cuz I remember seeing it, but um, go ahead talking while I'm looking okay. for it. Okay. So, um, this is a handcrafted kind of thing. It's very very
0: weird looking. Um, so it says being a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <gasps> being oh a God, long time you might Star be Trek made fan. of
1: pine cones.
0: <laughs> the guy says, "I challenged myself to create the Starship Enterprise from my scraps." After a couple of prototypes that were too traditional for my tastes, I turned to my signature wood rings, which inherently made the challenge more difficult. Mm -hmm. Several more prototypes later, including a crash course in physics and balance points, I'm proud to introduce my Starship Enterprise Mobile. So it's like the body of it is made of these wood rings, and then the two nacelles are also made from this series of wood rings, and then the, the, um, the saucer part is made from, it looks like um, octagonal picture frames and it's all held together with chains mm-hmm.
1: it's really weird yeah like, it's 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 like it's like what if Abe Lincoln had built it you know out of logs it looks like win, <laughs> it looks like wind chimes gone horribly wrong <laughs> to me anyway so somebody now has combined wind chimes and star trek (laughs) now that's unique it is (laughs) you'll never find that anywhere else how much are they charging for this oh i don't know oh it says it's sold already i wish it had what the price was for it well now i'm looking at the other pictures to see it oh here it is hanging out in the garden yeah
0: (laughs) that's so funny i wonder how much it's sold for too bad they don't tell you that price Really? Oh my Uh, God! Well, it looks like most of the other ones are selling for around forty or fifty bucks. So I don't know. Uh, Well, and and props to you, Raymond Davidson of Fresno, California, for making this thing out of wood scraps and
1: (laughs) other things. Well, you know, okay. Now that wood scraps have been brought into it, I feel like it's it's wide open. And if somebody wants to make one out of you know lifesavers or (laughs) bendy straws. Or, you know. Oh, my God. Do you know that there's um, a new. Empty thread spools. <laughs> there's
0: a new reality show. Not reality show. It's a new competition show on, oh. I think it's TLC. And it's like a crafting show. So... Oh, I
1: saw a commercial. It yeah, scared yeah. me. So they
0: basically, they dump like a a. a Dump truck full of crafting supplies on the ground, and these three people have to run over to it. It's like Iron Chef, right? And they have to like take whatever's in there and craft something. And I guess they get given the assignment. They should totally do the Enterprise for wait, that. Wait, wait.
1: Do they try to kill each other at the same time? Because if that's exactly like how the competition starts in Hunger Games, uh,
0: maybe, maybe <laughs> they do. Well, I don't know. I don't think the show's been on yet, so we might have to wait to find out. <laughs> That would be cool. Okay. So um, now I have a little surprise for you. So I just wanted to tell you this. Okay. So um, th- I'm, I'm addicted to Regretsy now just because it's so fucking funny. Um, so she, there was a recent post that said, uh, I'll, I'll just read it. Um, I was thinking this morning how much I miss alchemy. Alchemy was a sort of custom want ad service on Etsy. You described the object you wanted someone to make for you along with the price you were willing to pay and sellers would bid on your job.
1: Oh, it was wow. a great, It okay. was a great
0: feature and many people made a good chunk of their living that way. Naturally since it was useful to their customers, Etsy shit canned it. <laughs> <laughs> What I personally liked about it was this glimpse into the human psyche it afforded us all. While I am constantly amazed by the crap that people make, I am even more astonished by the things that people want. (laughs) So she then listed the top 15 requests, and they're so amazing. So the first one is a knitted snail sweater. So this person wanted a little sweater for their snail, like a real snail.
1: But real snails are teeny tiny.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little one. His shell measures 2.5 inches around. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Okay. And then here's a, a request for a silk-screened Tupac Shakur T-shirt. He says, "I want to make this shirt a reality for my friend's birthday." And here's the specs. I want the back of the shirt um, to be Tupac riding a dolphin, and the words <laughs> "Friends Forever." Under or over it, Tupac has to be wearing a pot leaf necklace and hopefully be shirtless so you can see his Thug Life tattoo on his stomach. The dolphin should be wearing a pot leaf necklace, too, and the background (laughs) should be clouds and a rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) And and someone made it, and there's a picture of it right there. Does it glow in the dark? I don't know. Uh, Somebody else else wanted a Jeff Goldblum cat costume. (laughs) I am a big Jeff Goldblum fan, and I want to dress up my cat as him for Halloween. Oh, dear. And so I don't know if that happened. Um, Anyway, so here's the one that I thought you would appreciate. This person wants a Star Trek butt plug. (gasps) I want to surprise my husband with a Star Trek-themed butt plug for Christmas. I would like the plug itself to be fairly standard, but the part that sticks out should look like the Starship Enterprise. (laughs) Going into the black hole. The part that is just decorative. That part is just decorative, so I don't think it matters what it's made of. Also, I would like it to say, to boldly go where no man has gone before on it somewhere and they were willing to pay $25 for that
1: oh. so would you sell your soul for $25 I don't know <laughs> as the maker of this and the comment by the woman
0: who posted says next year she should get him a Zephram cock ring <laughs> <laughs> I thought That's that a was pun really... worthy of Bill that was really good So anyway, yep, there you go. (laughs) This is your Etsy roundup for this week. (laughs) Oh,
1: dear. Oh, dear. I thought that was so funny. (laughs) So does it say if anybody bid on that? Yeah, two people bid on it.
0: And made it? I guess so. Yeah, if there were two bids, I'm, I'm guessing that somebody actually went ahead and did it.
1: Man. Maybe we should go ahead with our Star Trek sex toys ideas. I think we should. The Vulcan dildo. I still think you could break in a fortune at a con for those.
0: I I completely agree with you.
1: Especially a slash con.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, but What's it called now? It's not Friskon anymore. It's Bascon.
1: Bascon.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay, so there. Oh, good. I'm glad that made you laugh. I thought <laughs> it would. <laughs> okay.
1: Now, you know, if there were more creative things like that, our economy would turn around just. Zzz. Totally. It's it's all about customization. It's, you know, mm-hmm. things you
0: can't find anywhere else. That's what people want.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. thanks, right. Regretzy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. You know, th- this is the thing. There is always material for this show, no matter where you are.
1: Even if we were not trying to find it, it would find us somehow. It it
0: would just come and pop up, and there it would be, and it would be like, oh, we have to talk about this. Of course we have to talk
1: about this. Of course we have to. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, um, I have a couple more things on my list. Um, Oh, okay. One is, hold on. Actually, you sent this to me, I think. Um, William Shatner to debut new documentary, William Shatner's Get a Life at San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. So um, it was filmed last year in Las Vegas. And um, at that time, it was a TV pilot documentary called Fan Addicts. And it was being produced by Creation Entertainment. And this new documentary is an Epix original. We talked about this uh, either last show or the show before. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be debuting it at Comic-Con. So that should be very interesting. But it'll also be on Epix July 28th at 8 p.m. So put Um, that on
1: your calendar.
0: Yeah, that should be fun. Based on his hugely popular book, this film examines the mystery, longevity, and the cultural phenomenon of Star Trek and its long-obsessed fans known as Trekkers. Trekkers.
1: I like Trekkies better. Yeah.
0: The end result is a film that reveals a fun and touching side of the fanfare surrounding Star Trek and examines the thrill of what's happening at these fantasy conventions and the enduring popularity of the film and TV series – the sentence keeps going on and on as Shatner <laughs> just I, like just, Star Trek I keep itself. Reading it, yeah, as Shatner further embraces his role as Captain James T. Kirk and his own impact, so um that'll be cool, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that
1: I am too um also I didn't send this to you, but um I will, and I haven't had a chance to to look at it, but on Geek Nation. Mm -hmm. Somebody, and I haven't looked at it, so I don't know if it's good quality or crappy quality. Somebody made a video of the five captains together when they were at Wizard World Philadelphia.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. I'd like to see that.
1: So um, I'll send that link to you now. But like I say, I cannot vouch for the quality.
0: Okay. Um, So the last thing I have on my list was sent to us by uh, our man in New Zealand. And it's, it's from the Badass Digest, and it's called The Baby That Was Cut Out of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Uh, and we had discussed this once before, but this article has uh, some really interesting information in it.
1: Oh, okay, because I thought, oh, we've already talked about it, so I didn't... Uh
0: yeah. Um,
1: uh, read the articles. Well, tell me about it.
0: So I will. Um, so we had talked about the fact that there had been this subplot in there that they were going to have Khan's baby son, and they had actually filmed a scene which never made it into the final movie. Um, and there's a picture in here of Nicholas Meyer actually filming that scene with a baby crawling around on the transporter pad, which was kind of interesting. And then um, didn't the baby get blowed up? Yes, baby got blowed up real good. Real
1: good. Okay.
0: So um, – the baby, doesn't, the baby shows up uh, in uh, – the, the first time you see the baby is in the window of the building that Chekhov uh, mm-hmm. is going to, and then it shows up again at the end. So those are the – I'll read from the article now. Those are the only moments featuring the kid. The only photographic evidence I can find it, of the child is above from a 1982 issue of the magazine called Star Blazer. The article is called The Man Who Saves Star Trek about director Nicholas Meyer. It's a pretty good interview where Meyer is fairly savage about Star Trek, the motion picture, <laughs> saying he hired crew who worked on that movie because they would know how not to do it.
1: Wow. Yeah, I know. Well, Nimoy recently said that he didn't think that was a Star Trek movie.
0: Mm, well, he's probably right. That it was,
1: you know, that because it wasn't. About the characters, it was about, you know, special effects and scenery and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But, go ahead.
0: Okay. Um, So, it says, um, this isn't the only deleted material from Wrath of Khan, some of which remains officially unavailable. The film exists in three versions. I didn't know this. No. The The original cut, the director's cut, and the ABC TV movie cut. The TV cut is strange, mostly filled with alternate takes. For example, the scene between Savick and Kirk in the turbolift plays out in tight shots, and Kirstie Alley is more seductive. The director's cut includes more footage with Peter Preston, the young engineer who dies, and the theatrical cut never establishes that this is Scotty's nephew,
1: which makes his death more of a payoff. Now, I, I knew that last bit. Well, I remember there being huge debates and people saying... That they remembered things from the movie that were not in the movie when they again saw it? Yeah, so
0: there you go. And that explains
1: a lot of it. Yeah, okay.
0: So, next paragraph. Then there are scenes that have just disappeared and are not even included as extras in the newest Blu-ray release. There's a brief exchange between Kirk and Spock just after the Kobayashi Maru test where Spock reveals that Savick is half Romulan. This information informs the fact that she later cries in the movie. Her half-Romulan heritage has become an accepted point of the expanded universe canon, but has never been mentioned in the official works. Also cut is a moment at the end that indicates that Savick totally boned
1: Kirk's son, David. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one where she looks in the camera and says, oh, by the way, I totally boned Kirk's son, David? Um,
0: I don't know. There's a little YouTube clip, which I haven't watched, which I think may actually have that in there. Okay. Um, But anyway, so that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. I totally didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so uh, I will put up the the link to this little article, and then if you click through, you can watch the the YouTube thing. But the whole thing about there being these two or three different um, versions of it is very interesting.
1: Well, I have two DVDs of it, and one of them is the director's cut, mm-hmm. and and one of them is the DVD they put out before there was a director's cut, so I'm assuming that's the like the official release, but this mm. ABC TV release, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, so I'll, I wonder where you can see this now. Like.
1: And I wonder why they recut it for TV.
0: Yeah. I, don't
1: I mean, I could see, you know, cutting it for time and, you know, crap like that, but to insert an entirely different version of a scene?
0: Yeah. It's very very strange. Yeah, so I don't um know.
1: listeners if you have theories about this mm-hmm. or more information we'd love to hear it.
0: Yeah, or if you know where that version can be viewed because I'd like to see it. That yeah. would kind of be cool.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So there's discrepancies in our historical documents.
0: Uh yeah, we'll have to figure out how to resolve that.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh no. Very very
0: scary. <laughs> Um, so that's everything that I have. Do you have anything else for today?
1: No, I think that that's about it. Oh,
0: that was a lot. That was a lot of stuff
1: that that's we just went That's a lot. Through. Well, the, you know, the Internet was very busy, which was good because Bill was away on a photo safari.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, Um. and as someone asked me, was he taking pictures of stuff or were people taking pictures of him? <laughs>
1: All the animals had their cameras out. They Look, did. Look, it's
0: William Shatner. It's William Shatner. Oh, my God. He's coming to get see get the us. giraffe. She's his biggest fan. Oh, <laughs> William Shatner. William Shatner. William Shatner. It's Bill. <laughs> I, I'm sure everywhere he went, people knew who he was. You well, know. I don't think Bill can go places and people don't know who he is. No. And, and he probably was so nice and gracious to people. And they were all like, oh, my God. It's William Shatner. Yeah. Yeah. And he made everyone's
1: lives better. I'm sure he did. He breathed life into them. He did breathe life into them,
0: and then he and then he implied that their their um prostitutes. C- they, yeah, that their communities were hotbeds of prostitution.
1: <laughs> but not while Mayor Crab is in charge. Crab.
0: What a great English name. Really,
1: but I still still uh, prefer Duckling Tufts.
0: <laughs> Sir Duckling
1: Tufts. Sir Duckling Tuft. MBE. Yes. <laughs> yep goodness oh my
0: oh that's very funny all right well listeners please please try to seek out some additional information for us send it along do your homework as always and um we'll be back soon with another episode of look at his butt your source for information on star trek and william shatner and his butt and his butt wasn't that good that was like a shill i just made that up well you're a pro (laughs) i'm inspired by Bill. okay (laughs) bye bye Say it